Here's some stories from the road. This is the moment it all became real. It's episode 101 of the No Boring Stories podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and oh, I... I've been known to cry a little bit every so often as soon as something touches my emotions. Like I am not afraid of that. And today I want to tell you about a moment when the tears flowed for me recently. So um, I think over the next couple of weeks, I want to share some stories from our road trip. I took all of July this year and uh, blocked it off my calendar for coaching calls and said, hey, in June, I said to all my clients, if you want to book something, then book it for August because I am off for July. I did a very minimal amount of work because throughout July, we went on a 32-day road trip. We packed up our minivan, myself, my wife, and our three kids, 10, 12, and 15 years old, into our Dodge Grand Caravan, and we drove almost 13,000 kilometers, which I think is something like 8,000 plus miles, from Toronto down to LA, up to Vancouver, and back to our home here, just north of Toronto. And in all of that, we called this our big things trip. So I want to take a few weeks here and just share some stories from the road, stories, specific moments that showed up on the road, because when you're telling a story, you've got to have a moment and what that moment then taught me. Now, of course, here's the teaching in this. This isn't just to share stories and, and give you the slideshow, the boring vacation slideshow that, you know, we all actually fear uh, about somebody coming back from vacation. That's not the point of this. The point is to share some real life stories here through the summer, these big moments that maybe actually showed up as small moments, but have now become big because they transformed me in some way. And what I want you to hear as I'm sharing these stories is to see that they're always going to have a transformation story arc from who I was through what happened to who I am now and some kind of transformation through that. Now, I, sometimes I'm going to make it blatant. I'm going to be like, do you see what happened there? Do you see how this shows up? And this is who I was. Sometimes it's going to be more subtle, but I'm always looking at, okay, well, what was the lesson there? Now, what was so unique about this trip? And I need you to know something about me as I spent, you know, 13 years really working in youth ministry and uh, thinking about uh, speaking to an audience, specifically using my life experience, merging that with some sort of biblical narrative and bringing a point forward for the crowd. So whenever over those that decade and a bit, whenever I would go on some kind of experience, I was inevitably thinking, ooh, how can I turn this into a message? 
Maybe you think this way as a content creator of some kind. You're living your life in the moment, and then you're always kind of split to, ooh, I wonder if I could teach this. I wonder if I could use this to teach something. So what was really special about this trip was I really let go. I really said I am here. One of my main things was to be present, and I was so present that I found that I wasn't actually thinking, how can I teach according to this moment. I was simply in the moment. So look, whatever that is, that is a point of celebration for me. And I want to dig in more to that over the next few weeks of what that looks like. And now as I reflect back on this massive experience, what am I learning now? What am I taking away? And now what can I help you? What can I teach now as I look back on that experience? Because that's always necessary. Look, don't have an experience and don't look back on it. Then, I mean, sure, it was in the moment, but there's always something that I can look back from and learn and and think, what is there in that experience that I can now take and apply to my life? So on this wild road trip experience, here's the thing. I use this app called Road Trippers, not sponsored, but the app is incredible. If you're going on a road trip, get the Road Trippers app, pay for the premium. It's amazing. And so I used this and we started planning uh, geez, I'd say a year and a half ago, uh, my son actually said he remembers playing, there's this version of the game of life that we have that asks you specific questions as you go through life. You know, you pack up the car with your kids on the board and you drive through and you go to college and the game of life. And this kid's version has these questions that you ask along the way. One of the questions, and he said he remembers playing like two years ago. And he asked, the question was, what's your dream vacation? And he says, Dad, I remember you saying to take my family around all the big things in North America. That was like two years ago now. We're in 2022. This was like in the pandemic. I was thinking this. And, and truthfully, I was thinking it before the pandemic because then I was disappointed that like, well, I guess it's not happening now. And so here we are now, after so many years of thinking of this, of dreaming of this, of thinking, how would that be possible? While my business was growing and changing and shifting, how is it possible to actually do something like that? What kind of timeline would that require? What are the actual big things? Because I knew the things I wanted to see. I wanted to see canyon, oceans, trees, and mountains, and rocks. Oh my And what else are we going to see? Then we added in, well, let's go see all the crazy big things that are on the roadside as well, like the big corn and the big big rocking chair and the big fork and whatever, the big buffalo, the big peanut. Let's go see the big things that are just randomly on the roadside because that'll be fun to get pictures with all those things. My goodness, there's so many of them. And so we started to actually piece this together. And it was six months of really intensely saying, okay, you know what? July, I'm taking off. It was January this year when I was planning through this year, I said, I'm blocking off July. I'm working 11 months this year. And I'm blocking off my vacation time and part of and and what July is going to be is blocked off. So hey, it's happening. Now we got to work towards it. So what I want you to see is the amount of time that went into this to plan this to think about this to dream about this and thinking about it constantly especially for the last six weeks as I was really thinking, I was memorizing the trip. I could tell you where we were going to be on any given day as we booked the hotels and we booked some experiences. Uh, Looking through the day, if you asked, hey, where are you going to be on July 23rd? I would tell you where we're going to end up. 
I had it in my mind. I was constantly thinking about this. I could picture the map, the roads in my mind and where we're going to go and how many kilometers it's going to be and when we need to do an oil change. And all of it was playing out in my mind. And I was preparing this and thinking this while my wife was really planning like, okay, what are we going to do in the car? And what's 120 plus hours going to look like in a minivan? All of the preparation that went into this dozens of hours, years of dreaming, all to get in the car on July 1st and start driving. When we started driving, we were excited. And then we got to traffic. And then we started to cross the border. And then we hit more traffic. And then we got into a traffic jam just a couple miles off outside the border. And then all of a sudden reality hits and we're like, whoa, this is going to be hard. This is going to be long. What are we going to do? We started, we stopped for lunch. We were on the road for dozens of hours for days on end, going from one day to the next day. July 4th, we're in Texas. July 6th, we're in Arizona. And we hit the Grand Canyon. And we get there. We get unpacked. And we finally walk up to the parking lot and we walk across to the Grand Canyon and I get my first sight of the canyon. And it is grand. And my daughter says, hmm, it's weird. I was expecting like just a flat ditch. It's more, more hilly than I thought. And I was like, shut up. I want to cry. <laughs> and as I stood there looking out at this great expanse that has been untouched, of course, I started to cry, but it was just a little tear because we were all tired. We were hungry. We needed to pee and all these things. So we went back, we got food and we got settled in. And I said, I want to go see the sunset. So it was me and two of my kids went to watch the sunset over the Grand Canyon. We have one day here. I'm like, I'm not missing a sunset over the Grand Canyon. So we watched that. And then I looked and saw, when's the sunrise going to be? And the sunrise was going to be at friggin' 4.50 in the morning. So I told my wife, I was like, uh, what do you think? Do you want to go? She's like, she wasn't feeling so well. She's like, I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. So sure enough, I'm like, well, I'm going. I'm absolutely going. And I'm going to find the spot. And I'm going to make this happen. I might even walk to it an hour, which would be like a 3 a.m., 4 a.m. wake up. We get up. I make some coffee. And put it into a little travel mug. And my wife gets up with me and groggy. We drive in the car over to the parking lot. And as we get out of the car, there is a family of elk there just nibbling on the plants. And we're like, oh, hello. And then we heard one in the distance making a little noise. And we thought that it was going to be like a velociraptor situation from Jurassic Park where like they've now like triangulated on us and they're going to attack. However, an elk does anyways. So we kind of appreciated it for the moment, thought how beautiful this this glorious moment is to be truly here among nature and living on their turf a little bit. And then we briskly walked past them before they had the chance to attack. Clever girl. And. Then we caught it, we got up and, and there's already people there. It's 4.50 in the morning and there's people against the railing and they've got this really good spot. And so we walk down a little bit and then scooch just off the path. And I would have hung my legs off the side, but my wife was like, can we please not? And so since another one of my words for the trip was safety, I said, okay, fine, we'll, we'll sit back a little bit. So we sat back, we had two mugs, we poured some coffee and we watched as the sun came up 
over the North Ridge of the Grand Canyon, halfway across the country from where we were just a week ago. And you better believe I was crying. I just shared a video of this on my Instagram, just a very short clip where my wife uh, just recorded me talking um, about it. And, and there's tears in my eyes and I'm mouthing the words, it actually happened. We did it. And in that moment, everything came forward. It was relief. It was excitement. It was joy. It was wonder. It was absolute glory at the gorgeous sight that I was seeing of this canyon and the sun that rises every day coming up in its beautiful orange glow over the horizon and shining on my face at 5 a.m. in the morning while my kids are sleeping in their comfortable bed and the elk are 50 meters away from us and I'm drinking my coffee with my wife that I met in high school. Do you understand when all of this came together, this moment was when it all became real. After years of dreaming of this and then months of intense planning and then seven days of focused driving to get to this moment, I did not let it pass. I did not let it go by. I did not sleep for an extra few hours. I got up, got to the ridge, got my coffee, sat there to experience this moment, and it all became real. And the tears flowed because I was seeing this thing that I, up to that point I had only imagined. People had told me about it. I'd seen pictures. Obviously, I've seen videos of it. I've, I've seen whatever there is to see of the Grand Canyon. It's not a new thing. But my goodness, it was new to me. And in my 38th year of life, I was checking off something that was on my list to see before I die. And I had taken a ton of work to get there. Now I sit and I realize the moment, as far off as it seems, after some work, it's possible. This moment that seemed nearly unreachable, especially two years ago, completely impossible. And definitely Five years ago, I could never take a month off work. We could never make that happen. How are we going to drive that far? Well, we made it happen. We planned, we prepared, and we got there. And after a ton of focused work and dedication, I was sitting there in the moment I had dreamed of. My friends, whatever your moment is, it's possible. Whatever the moment is that you are thinking of, that you want, whether it's you living in your house or it's you going on a specific vacation, it's you seeing somewhere in the world, it's you having a relationship, it's you, you, you doing something that you have imagined, wanted, desired in your life. This isn't necessarily, this isn't just like, oh, just manifest it, dream it, and it will become. I want you to hear this. Yes, there's a piece of actually imagining, visioning what this will look like. And there was a ton of focused work, dedicated work to get to that point. 
this is what I'm now bringing into my my business. I'm thinking, okay, what's the moment that I want to realize? What's the thing that I'm imagining? Is it standing on a stage in a stadium speaking to people? If that's it, imagine that. Go into that. Think about that. And then go backwards from there and think, what am I going to do? What focused work do I need to do to get to that point? Who do I need to contact? What do I need to do to get there? And all kinds of doubts and fears come up in my head saying like, yeah, but it's not the same. I mean, on the road trip, I can see the roads, I can see the path, and it's merely about choosing the path. And what I'm learning is that it's the same in any industry, in anything that you want. It's simply about seeing and opening your eyes to recognize that there is another path that you can take. If you don't see one, you can build one. Or someone close to you knows what the path is. So from here, The lesson from the road, the story from the road was leading up to this moment where I sat there on the edge of a cliff looking out over the Grand Canyon at the sunrise, realizing we made this happen. And now I'm going to go and continue to make more moments happen. May you do the same. I hope you tune in for the next few weeks as we got more stories from the road. I've got stories about mountains, story about an ocean stories about a tree, stories about a monument. And uh, I don't know, we'll pick and choose where we go from there. And then all of us all throughout, there's really this theme of recognizing the ordinary, sorry, recognizing the extraordinary within the ordinary. And there will be a podcast about that as well. Uh, focused on that. So I hope you keep tuning in. I hope you're listening. I hope you're having a great time and realizing that there are no boring stories. This, of course, has been the No Boring Stories podcast. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. If you have enjoyed this episode or any episode so far of the 100 plus episodes that are out there, It would mean the world to me if you share this podcast on your social media. Please spread the word and go and give a minute of your time to leave a five-star review on iTunes because that helps spread this message and keep the conversation going so that more people can share their stories and shape this world. Thank you for being a part of this. I am overjoyed to have you along for the ride. We'll see you soon.